This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM, hour two on a Friday. That means Vinny Meliulo, the Hall of Famer, steps in from behind the book there at the South Point. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. Hope you're having a nice Friday as we get you going. Don't forget, Lombardi Line, the look ahead is up. VEASAN pros can get it. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Lombardi Line going to be here on a busy college football Saturday tomorrow, and we're going to be here for the live Wembley game on Sunday. We now say hi to Vinny as he sits in there at the South Point. First off, hello, Vinny. Before we get to Mattress Mac, which I'm interested in as well, how do we do on the game last night? Ends up cashing to the over, but the underdog wins it with the win there, 27-22 for the Ravens. Yeah, um, good to be with you guys. Happy uh, happy Friday. Uh, Nevada Day, it's a a state holiday this, uh, this weekend here, so the kids are all excited. They get an extra. They get an extra day yeah. off. Um, wait, what is this? Wait, the, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Yeah, I'm sorry, Nevada Day. It's what, a what? statehood. Statehood day. Yeah, state. It's I, I a had Nevada no clue. statehood. Yeah. Every every uh, every uh, year Halloween is. Uh, I think the kids are off today. So, uh, uh, me. So so they'll be back. Uh, they'll have to go to school Monday because and you know Monday's obviously Halloween. So they they won't be distracted at all. Uh, you know when uh, <laughs> when school comes up on Monday. And by the way, my house is. The greatest stop, uh, not only uh, on on the block, on a, but in the entire neighborhood for a couple of reasons. Because the kids get, oh, I love this. They get extra candy, but mom and dad get a chance uh, to get down on halftime for the Monday night game. So it's uh, always great to uh, stop by uh, uh, Vinny uh, <laughs> Vinny's house. <laughs> well, he's, run, he's running a book out of that garage where his wife makes him stay during well, the game. I mean, I... it's just a little, it's a little neighborhood pool, and uh, so it's always uh, it's always great. So you see the parents every. You know, it's funny when the kids stop. You know, usually the parents they wait on the sidewalk, right? When they get to my house, <laughs> the kids wait on the sidewalk, and mom, mom and dad come and get the candy, and they get down on the halftime. So it's always special. Uh, as far as last night's game, um, uh, actually, uh, you know, listen, no secret, right, guys? Uh, uh, the game, uh, the game went uh, went our way last night because the Ravens. We opened the Ravens last Monday as one and a half point favorites. We closed the Buccaneers last night as two and a half point favorites, um, and we did. Uh, uh, we did. They did bet it over last night. Of course, uh, it went over towards uh, right towards the end there. So um, we did uh, get the side. Didn't get the uh, the total. So, but uh, a small winner last night. And again, like I said last week, uh, guys. You know the thing about Thursday night game. It's always popular. It's it's NFL. It's a standalone uh, game. Uh, it is very heavily bet. But Thursday night football, you you're really in a pretty good position typically. To where, if it's favorite and over or favorite and under, a uh, dog and over, dog and under, you're, you're, you got a pretty good opportunity to make some money, right? But it's also like the fuse. And then Monday night comes, and it's the exact opposite. Usually, Monday night, it's a matter of what's going to be the lesser of 
uh, one of those combinations, right? Uh, you, because oftentimes on Monday night, because there's so much carryover, the uh, there, there's exposure to uh, to the results, whether it's favorite and over, favorite and under, dog and over, dog and under. So uh, Thursday night lights the fuse. Uh, Monday is the explosion, typically. So uh, it's a little uh, can be a little bit deceiving. And uh, there were some folks that did take uh, the uh, the Ravens late last night. So uh, we'll see what uh, see how that plays out uh, going into Monday. The conversation that we were having off the air was about Mattress Mac. And Michael, I'll let you jump in here. I'm mm-hmm. just curious now if you missed it. Mattress Mac was on with Brent Musburger and I believe Dave Ross yesterday here on Veasan. You can still find the interview. Mm-hmm. Over at Veasan.com, I just I'm curious, and Michael can follow up. But what do how do sports books feel about Mattress Mac? Well, first of all, Matt, Jim McInville, he's he's a terrific. Uh, first of all, he's a nice person, and uh, we actually started. Jimmy Vaccaro uh, got uh, uh, started the uh, relationship between Mac and um, the South Point uh, a number of years ago, right before PASPA was overturned. And he came in and he made uh, uh, some some bet. He bet uh, bet the Super Bowl, and uh, for for six figures. But since, um, but you know, we've kept that uh, we, we've kept that rapport and that relationship. In fact, when uh, Chris Andrews and I were back uh, back east last summer for the SBC uh, conference and and the Hall of Fame ceremony, Mac was there. He was a keynote speaker, and he was kind enough to. Uh, to come to our induction, very nice man, uh, and you know he, uh, he was with, uh, uh, I think one of his sons. Uh, as far as our relationship with him and how we feel about him, we feel he's great for the business. Um, full disclosure: none of the wagers that he described yesterday have been bet with us here uh, because he he does I think stick closer to home with some of these bets now. Again, uh, when we first got to know Jim. Uh, there was uh, no wager, you know, sports wagering uh, back in the southeast. Uh, so, uh, but that's typically where uh, my understanding is where he's uh, wagered now. And in fact, I think there's a pretty good breakdown of his bets in uh, today's uh, Las Vegas Review Journal, Todd Dewey's column. Uh, Todd covers the uh, uh, sports betting scene uh, for the Las Vegas Review Journal, and he broke it down. So, but Jim was on yesterday. Jimmy called him earlier in the week and said, "Jim, how would you like to come on Vsin?" And then uh, Brent came by. It was nice, uh, and they had a nice conversation. And as you indicated, Patrick, uh, it is still up uh, at vsin.com, and the entire segment, actually, you know, like all of our shows, are archived. Uh, and that segment is uh, is featured on uh, on the uh, uh, website on vsin.com. You know, so. Vinny, I want a couple things. Do you can because mm-hmm. he bets so much money? Do you consider him a sharp? And then, is his intention to basically offset what he wants to give away? Is this is kind of how he does this? Uh, that's kind of my the two part question. Yeah. So, um, in in terms of, uh, I'll I'll take the uh, the latter part first. I think. Um, you know, he he gives uh, he has special promotions uh, at his furniture store. Uh, gallery furniture uh, for folks, and and then he basically hedges. He, uh, you know, if, if if for instance in this particular case, if uh, if the Astros win the World Series, then he everybody that bought certain uh, furniture packages from his uh, his uh, company uh, will get them for free, and he he obviously uh, calculates what that could be, and then he goes out and he wagers. Uh, on uh, in this case the Astros to uh, you know to offset that and mitigate that uh, you know that that promotion in terms of being a sharp yeah I mean I think he's got a, a respected opinion he does, I mean he's a fan let's face it um, you know does is he a professional sports better I, I don't think Jim would consider himself to be I don't want to answer for him um, but anytime you've got somebody that's willing to put up millions of dollars. Um, that's to be respected. So, you know, I, I, I oftentimes, Michael, you notice uh, I don't get, you know, too caught up in, uh, uh, you know, sharp, casual. But, I mean, there are sharp uh, sharp players or professional players or casual players. Uh, but to me, you know, uh, you try to be respectful of everybody when they're putting up their money, and especially in a case like this where he's, in this particular instance, he's putting up millions. So, um, but look, he he does a calculator. He's he's got a terrific side. He's sharp, he he'll shop for the best prices, 
In fact, a little bit of a funny story. I mentioned that he was uh, at the conference last summer, and when he was given his uh, uh, keynote address, he said, uh, and, and this was in July, and of course, uh, the, you know the uh, the Astros were uh, they were they were they had a, you know they had a lead in the division, and they figured to be uh, you know uh, you know a, a playoff team at the time. And he said, "Well, so I'm I'm up here. I'm looking for six and a half to one on the Astros." And I turned to Chrissy, him and I were in the audience, and we both we both uh, kind of stood up and said, "Well, yeah, I think we had him at four to one at the time." And uh, we said, "Yeah, Mike, that's uh, that'd be great. And if you do find six and a half to one, let us know because we'd like to get a piece of that as well." So, um, <laughs> you know, he he does. Uh, he's wise enough uh, and uh, sharp enough to uh, to shop around, and he, he doesn't just walk up and say, "Listen, you know, I'm here. I just want to bet whatever the price is." He he'll uh, he'll look for the best price, and and uh, listen, everybody should do that. Uh, when right. uh, when you're betting, whether you're betting a future or you're betting you're an so individual diplom- game. You are so yeah, diplomatic. I'm- I'll just say this, Michael, quickly. Mattress Mac, just to fill in the blanks, he's the gallery furniture owner. He's a super fan of Houston sports, including the Astros. He uses this attention, of course, to hedge his businesses. And he bets right. a lot. And he has the opportunity to make you know the biggest payout in sports betting history here. All right. So Vinny's he right. So the so Derby, he he'll three. bet other sports as well. Yeah. He bets. He bets twice in May. In Louisiana, he bets four times in July, once in Louisiana, once in Las Vegas, and then one, twice in Iowa. So he is shopping for the best number. So now he's got ten million in, got a chance to win seventy-two. If you were advising him, Vinny, what would you tell him his next move is to make so that he's guaranteed to get his ten million back? Well, I think in his case. Michael, I think he's, he's guaranteed, but based on uh, I guess the the, the sales. Uh, but if if you put that aside, um, you know he's got he's in a, he's in a terrific position right now with the Astros. I mean, he he took them at at a plus price. I mean, they're you know anywhere from a dollar sixty to a dollar eighty on uh, you know depending on on the location, or maybe even a little bit higher. Um, you know if. Maybe you, you you look at the Phillies not just on the side, but maybe you look at the Phillies in exact number of games. You think uh, if if you look at it, it, does he? Th- you know, if you don't think the Phillies are going to sweep, I mean, I'm the Astros are going to sweep. Do you look at the Phillies in uh, you know maybe five games at nine to one, or uh, uh, you know Phillies in, maybe not five, but maybe six or seven games where you can get. Uh, almost six to one, uh, or, or a little bit better for for your money. So, um, but he—I don't think he does that. I don't think he he offsets it in terms of wagering. My understanding is he does it with uh, the uh, the furniture packages. You want Vinny Meliulo in your corner at all times. That's what I'll say about that. And of course, good luck to Mattress Mac. I think overall he's a loser of about fifteen million in his career. That's tough accounting. When we come back, Power Rankings with Vinny next. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Lombardi Line is brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit betmgm.com or download the all new app right now. Check it out if you're in Vegas. You can stop by an MGM property, bring your state issued ID, you're ready to go within minutes. Tremendous features there on that. 21 years or older, 1 800 Gambler if you have an issue. We're back. We are brought to you by BetMGM. This is the Lombardi Line. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. Hall of Famer Vinny Maliulo joins us from behind the book there at the South Point. How how have the... We were talking about this game before you came on, Vin, this Denver-Jacksonville matchup in London at Wembley. Uh, how's the action been for these early games in London thus far at the South Point this year? Really good. Uh, you know, guys, people adjust. One thing about sports bettors, they, they adjust. They adjust to a lot of things, whether, you know, anything, everything from trends to, uh, you know, start times and, and scheduling adjustments and things like that. So um, what helps us here at South Point is that obviously we, we have a 24-hour operation. Uh, not, not just, I mean, obviously in the rest of the casino, but in the sports book as well. So... Uh, we recognize that it's not just our visitors and our uh, hotel guests that are here, but we've got a three-shift town. We do a lot of local business. So folks that are working on swing shift and they get off work and they come in, uh, graveyard, et cetera. Um, so this game, even though it's 630, uh, it's, it's obviously up just like every other game when we post everything on Monday. And folks, if they're so inclined to bet it, uh, they'll they'll incorporate it with their their multi leg bets in particular. Uh, professionals will look at it and treat it just like every other game. They'll compare our number with their number. Now, so far, well, we've seen uh, a point and a half move here to the dog to the Broncos. This may surprise some folks, uh, given the uh, you know the uh, the plight of the Broncos. Uh, but they are, in, you know, for the most part, low-scoring games. This game opened with the Jags as four-point favorites. They took four. They took three and a half. Um, they took three. It's down to two and a half. And uh, the total is uh, bet up uh, to uh, 40 and a half. Um, you know, it's interesting, too. I think the Jags, and Michael, you you know this better uh, uh, than, than I. I. I think the Jags play there every year. The Jags... Uh, are familiar with this trip. Um, they have a lot of support over in London. I did see a comment the other day that the Jags may have more of a home field advantage uh, over in Europe than they do in Jacksonville, uh, although I think that trend is changing because they're on the upswing. But um, I think we'll see some Jags money here, uh, but we did go through three. We're down to uh, two and a half here. So far, it's been all Broncos. And the Jags have decided to to come back and play – uh, next week against Las Vegas. And remember, when you're the home team, you get to leave early. You get to leave first. Uh, and mm -hmm. especially if you're the team coming off, like Denver's took their bye after the London game because of the long trip and all that. So, yeah, I, I, I don't trust Jacksonville, Vinny. They're the better team. They should win the game. They should have won last week. You know, they should have beaten the Giants. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the should have start to add up with this team. They're on a four-game losing streak. They should have beat the Giants. They should have beat the Colts. And they should have beat the Texans. I mean, this team really should be, but they mess up games and they turn the ball over and they don't really do the things that help you win games. They, they, they're bad in a lot of areas that you would think they would. Now, the number one area that they're bad in and their only area that of my 19 categories that they're bad in is, is their coaching decisions. They make some horrendous ones. They're, for the most part, they are a good team. They should beat Denver. They should have beat the Giants last week, and somehow, even though mm -hmm. they amassed 452 yards, 310 in the air, 142 on the ground, 
They turned it You say, well, they only turned it over one time, Lombardi. Well, okay, that fourth down's a turnover. I know it doesn't count in the turnovers, but they didn't get any points when they went for it. Yeah, I think uh, you, I think you hit on a key point too, Michael. And when it comes to you know results and how we translate those results into a power rating adjustments, um, you know, coaching decisions there. But I think when you look at the coaching decisions uh, in in this case against their opponent with with Denver, I I, I don't know Michael for to, for sure, but I kind of get the sense that uh, I don't know if there's a lot of confidence in in the coaching staff. Uh, by the players uh, uh, on yeah. the Broncos. I mean, uh, I mean, I th- so I think you've you've got a an interesting matchup here from a coaching standpoint, as much as the players uh, on the field in this particular game. I mean, Patrick Vinny makes a great point there. There's when I look at Nathaniel Hackett, I never get confidence. I never totally. feel confident, and I think that trickles into the locker room. I think the players see this, and then I, for whatever Peyton. George Payton, just by doing the interview, George Payton should have stayed away from doing any interviews because everything he says is really going to be tainted. And then in the locker room, players are going to be saying, like, wait wait a minute, hold on, time out. This guy thinks that, that everything's good? Like, seriously? Is he watching the same game we're watching? You know? And But that's all he can say. And so that affects his credibility. I think Hackett's credibility gets affected with his decision-making, his inconsistencies, and the fact that all players want to be led. All players want to get better. And when the coach is lax and you hear he's a player's coach, it's probably not a good thing. No. Nope, 100%. Vinny, we were talking earlier. That's Hackett and the Broncos. We were talking earlier, and you've talked about this for many years on VEASAN, the impact on the number in regards to injuries. Quarterbacks are going to have a big impact. I remember back in the day, Randy Moss at the wide receiver position having an impact on the number. I bring it up because Jamar Chase is out for that Monday night game, and I think we moved a half a point. Did you go three and a half down to three? Yeah, and I think initially, um, and that move took you know came early, Patrick. I think it was a play on the number um, at that time, but obviously with Chase out, uh, that's going to impact thing, and, and he's out for uh, an extended period here, and this is a big game, uh, certainly uh, probably a bigger game for the Browns. Uh, but they did take three and a half. We're sitting at three right now. Um, I think when you're looking at this game, which will have – now this will have all the carryover that I was referring to in the first segment, you know, from la- you know starting with last night and going through the weekend, especially Sunday, and then uh, culminating on Monday night. So um, – but yeah, I think uh, this it'll it'll impact the number. But is it a Randy Moss type impact? I think this team is deeper at that position, and I don't want to take anything away from uh, from Jamar Chase. But probably uh, uh, half. I don't. It's not not necessarily a full point. I mean, you certainly would rather have them than not. Um, but uh, the the Bengals again. You're you're still going to look at the at the matchup here, and I think uh, what's you know, what's interesting here when I look at this is we could talk about the offenses, but I think Cleveland's defense is probably underachieved compared to what we thought they would be oh, yeah. going into the season. No doubt. No doubt. And, and look, know. let's be clear. I mean, here's the difference, right? So when you're playing Green Bay last year, the only thing on your mind was how are we going to handle Devontae Adams? When you're playing Cincinnati this year, yeah, Higgins is a good player, but every team's doubling Jamar, and they're letting their best corner, like Miami did. Miami put their best corner on Higgins. They doubled Chase. They, and the, you know, the game came down. Tua got hurt, all that stuff. But it, they didn't score a lot of points in the game, Cincinnati. So, to me, now that problem's removed. So, that opens up the defensive caller's play sheet a little bit. And if you're, mm-hmm. if you're Cleveland – that, that's probably helpful because Cleveland struggles to stop the run. Cincinnati struggles to run the ball. And maybe you could take out Higgins and do something to wear it. Now, they won't have their tight end, a, a coach, uh, David Odochu, but at least they'll be able to run the football. They did it last year against them. I, I think this is a blow. I see the half a point. I don't think you move the number more than that, but I think it's going to impact the game. Yep. Um, you know, guys, when I look at it, and again, I'm going to tie this coaching element into, I think it's uh, it's indicative. I look at certain teams um, that who's ha, who have some success, 
and whose power rating has increased from, let's say, uh, three and a half to four points. Let's look at the two New York teams. Um, you, you know, I think those coaching staffs are utilizing their their personnel. They're staying within with themselves, what they have. I don't think they're trying to force anything. Now, obviously, uh, the Giants are healthier, particularly with Saquon Barkley. Um, the Jets have done a terrific job. Uh, now the injury, but they go out right away and they and they trade for Robinson. And so, um, but I look at who's who's at the results and who probably. I think there's a big surprise, right? When you look at the Bucks and the Packers, right? I mean, look at the Packers. The Packers are double-digit dogs on Monday night. Double-digit dogs with with Aaron Rodgers at, at quarterback. So you you look at that, but their power rating based on their performance and who they've lost to, uh, that power rating is down at least four points. I've got uh, the Bucks down four points, probably four and a half after last night. The Jets are up four and the Giants are up three and a half. So you have to pay attention to, you know, what, how these, not only the results, but what, are, how are the results coming about? And I think coaching's playing a lot of it uh, uh, coming into play for quite a bit of these results. Vinny, you're the best. The South Point, Thanks, of course, stop by. You. Say hi to the crew there. Good Vinny to be with Malulo. you guys. As Thanks, he Vinny. reminds us, he is a Hall of Famer. Thank you, Vinny. Vison Vinny on Twitter. Make sure you give him a follow. Last week, random coach Jim Beheim was in the crosshairs of Amal Shaw. I wonder who he's going at this week. We shall find out coming up next here on the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. This is Vison, the Sports Betting Network. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Pro picks at a glance, pro tips, pro tools as well. Steve Mackin had a great write up about trends. Are they your friends when it comes to sports betting and handicapping? You have to be a VSIN pro to get all of it. It's vsin.com slash subscribe, and it's only $99. Think about that. That's a small investment that goes through the Super Bowl and you get the kitchen sink. You get everything we offer, including Lombardi's exclusive articles, point spread weekly every Wednesday, the guides across every sport, Amal Shaw's picks. It's all there. vcin.com slash subscribe for $99. It's vcin.com slash subscribe. We're back here on the Lombardi line. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. We welcome in one half of big bets. That is Amal Shaw. You know, we were just discussing, and hi, Amal, thanks for joining. We were just discussing with Vinny Mattress Mac, who was on the network mm-hmm. yesterday. I'm sure you have an opinion. Would you like to give an overview on your thoughts on Mattress Mac? Well, I'll tell you one thing. If you're in the market for a mattress, there's not a better place to buy it. You talk about the deal of the <laughs> century, right? You could spend three grand and potentially get back three grand plus the mattress for free. I mean, that's, that's a pretty good deal. Is that yeah, what it I is? Mean, is it, that the deal? Is that what, is that the, what he's, that what doing, he's doing, So basically he's giving away free mattresses? So <laughs> if you buy anything over $3,000, let's say your total cost comes out to five k for simple math. And if the Astros win the World Series, you get back 5000 plus the amount you had spent. So you get back 5000 So it, he doubled it from what it was previously in the past. That's wow. not bad. That's he's going to run out of mattresses. I'd say that's better than that. It's pretty darn good. He's going to run. He's going to run out of mattresses. I mean, now, I asked Vinny this, and, and Vinny didn't really answer uh, as a great sports yeah. book that guy did. So, Amal, he's got $10 million invested in this, right? Yeah. And, and we know Mattress Mac doesn't do this, but say you were in Mattress Mac's position where you had $10 million if the Astros win, you're guaranteed 72-4. How would you wow. – what would your strategy be to guarantee you got your $10 million back and then some? Great question, Michael. And if you look at the ser- forget the series price, because I think it's anywhere between 150 to 170 in terms of the Phillies. What I would do is I would look at there's four betting options available in terms of winning the World Series in exact games. Uh, Phillies in four is 20 to one. I think Phillies in five is seven to one. And then six is six, six to one. And then game seven is six and a half to one. So maybe I would put, um, 
you know, I'd figure out a way to be able to put money down. But here's the concern I have, and this is the challenge, guys. Can you actually get down for that much money on the other side? Because I don't know if the books are going to take it because they would rather, if they're going to be at risk for $70 million, they'd at least rather be at risk for $10 million than give you an opportunity to hedge. So that way then they're at absolute, they're in peril where they've got to give you 20 to $30 million and you're not going to make any, and they're not going to make any money. But, but, but the mall, he's bet, there's only one Vegas property he's played. He's done, he's done Iowa. He's done uh, Mississippi. Okay. I didn't know that. And he's done Louisiana. He, like, he's played no Vegas casinos at all. I think he's done everything. And okay. I know it's Iowa uh, and, and, some, and others, Mississippi and those properties. So he's kind of wide open to Vegas. Yeah, the um, I tell you the other thing I would have done is I would have called Lloyd's of London to see if they're willing to take a policy. But uh, you know, if you can't, <laughs> sure. you know, if you have the option to potentially get down uh, everywhere else, Michael, I hundred percent would. I mean, look, even if you have an immense amount of wealth, I still think majority of people would agree ten million dollars is a lot of money, regardless of who you are. I think in yeah. Vegas, I think they're in Nevada. The biggest public figure, as far as the biggest amount bet, is it Floyd? Is it Mayweather? There's a, he, he, he's betting million plus a game at times, right? Um, all he, he, he was, but you know, that guy couldn't pick a winner with tomorrow's newspaper. Yeah. He struggled. <laughs> he, he, he struggled big time. Now let's, let me ask you this. So DraftKings yeah. moved Ohio state to plus plus one eighty as far as the national championship, yeah. Georgia's plus plus one ninety. So a short favorite there for Ohio state, by the way, Bama's plus three forty and Michigan's 15 to one along with Tennessee at 15 to one. Your Buckeyes head to Penn State. You're not really concerned about Franklin. You're laying 15, oh, 15 and a half. Should Ohio State be favorites here? Well, they should be favorites in terms not of... Not in the game. You're not in the Penn picture? State game. Yeah, I'm no, talking no. overall big picture. Well, I think so because they have probably the easiest path, right? Them in Michigan. I think the, the real bet should be on Michigan because they're 15 to 1. They got to beat Ohio State. I don't understand why it's such a foregone conclusion that Ohio State's going to beat Michigan. I thought last year they outphysicaled them the same way Oregon did against Ohio State. The Wolverines have looked good. I think Blake Corum, to me right now, if you look at the Heisman standings, I would have Blake Corum probably third or fourth overall in terms of Heisman. I would look at Hendon Hooker one. I would look at uh, Caleb, uh, Caleb Williams at USC, potentially two or three, and then I would Stroud in there, and then Corum. And you can mix those guys up any which way for me, two, three, and four. But I would put Hooker first because his team has the best win so far in terms of what he's been able to accomplish. Williams got 19 touchdowns, just one INT. Stroud, I think, is like, uh, I don't know, 28 and four, which is amazing. And he'll have an opportunity, but. That's one of the reasons I don't like the preseason poll. I don't like the preseason hype surrounding the Heisman. I see Stroud's the betting favorite, but why should he really be when you look at uh, Hendon Hooker was able to deliver so far in the biggest game that Tennessee has played to date? Yeah, and, and I mean, I agree with you, Amal. I mean, Hooker has give, vaulted this program to where we weren't even discussing it, to where they're close to Alabama. Like To me, I think what those numbers tell me is, is there's two good teams. Now, I'm not sold as you are that Ohio State's as good as we think they are. Remember the Notre yeah. Dame game? Uh, you know, we, we, we don't know. We don't really know Ohio State yet. I mean, who have they beaten that we feel like, oh, my God, that was a great win? We're going to find out against Penn State. But we watched, we watched Michigan really dominate Penn State. I'm not sure this, even if they win by two touchdowns or 21 points, is that a good win for them? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. And I don't, you know, to me, when I look at it, I don't think they're going to have the same performance that Michigan had. Now, granted, Michigan was at home. But if you look at historically, the last time the Buckeyes beat Penn State by more than 15 points, you got to go back to 2013, 63 to 14. Uh, other than that, Penn State's been able to play them tough, one possession, maybe a little bit more than that type of games. Even a couple of years ago when they went to State College, I think they beat them. Uh, I don't remember what the exact score was, but around 12 to 15 points with Garrett Wilson and that team. Um, look, Franklin's always played them tough. Penn State plays just good enough to cover the number. They don't play good enough to beat Ohio State. I don't think this is a slam dunk. Um, what's interesting, if the Buckeyes were to lose this game and then they beat Michigan, could they still get in? That's the one question I have. And what do you do in the SEC if Tennessee wins and if, uh, I'm sorry, if Tennessee loses to Georgia and Georgia beats Alabama, who gets in? Is it Tennessee the other team that gets in? I I'll tell you right now, that Bernie Madoff conference down in the Atlantic coast, they should not have an automatic bid with Clemson going undefeated. I, I could not d disagree with you more. I mean, Clemson's a fraud. It took a thousand great calls for them to beat Syracuse last week. Like, 
there's just no way some – I mean, the kid gets hit out of bounds, flag on Syracuse. Oh, Syracuse yeah, quarterback gets hit, no flag. I mean, like, there there was – it was a poorly officiated game. I, and I'm, I'm still not sure. Hey, I'm not a DJ fan. I've never been one. And I'm not sure the backup quarterback is going to be this all all that we think he is. I know he's got five stars next to his name that makes him a general, but th- there's no there's no no <laughs> proof that he's going to be a great player. Well, I just want to clarify one thing. You said you you couldn't disagree with me more, or you, you agree? I because I, I think Clemson. I agree a with you fraud. completely. I think, oh, I, I I don't think there's yeah. an ACC team that's. I think there's. I, I I think there's one good team. I think Ohio State for right now. I'm going to say there is. I think then there's Alabama. And Tennessee, and then I think there's a separation. I think you're right about Michigan. Like, we want to write off Michigan, but they play really well. They know who they are. They may not be as good defensively as they were last year, but they play well, and they're going to be a harder team to beat. They've been able to to handle all the situations well. Yeah, I would agree with you there. And, Patrick, to me, I think the, the fact that I would right now I would take Michigan in the 10 against Ohio State at this point in time. Have to see it. If the Buckeyes win and they put up the points they did in 2019 and 2018, no problem. You live with the result. But Michigan has played extremely well, and I know people criticize their schedule and Ohio State's schedule. You can only play who's in front of you. But the point on Clemson I would make is, guys, throw in Oklahoma State and TCU. I think every one of these teams, including USC, Oregon, um, the two Big Ten schools, the three schools in the SEC, if they're playing Clemson's schedule, none of them have a victory of less than 10 points in any of those games. I agree. I agree. And I think if Clemson had to play TCU or if they had to play Oklahoma State, you know, or I mean, if they had to play Texas A&M or, or the great coach at Texas, those two great coaches, I mean, God forbid they would lose by 30 with those two coaches. I mean, geez, oh, man. I mean, they would just get out coached by that, Patrick. I, oh, here's what Go I want to see happen. I want to see Georgia, I want to see Georgia win the SEC. I want to see Ohio State win the Big Ten. And then that way, when Clemson gets the three seed, Ohio State gets to play Clemson in a, in a bowl game and then to go to the national championship. I got to tell you right now, playing Clemson's like getting a bye right now. DJ Uyunglele could overthrow a country by himself. He, I, I'm yeah. with Michael. I'm out on him. There's just something missing with Uyunglele. And Klubnik can't throw ability? the football. He, 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 accuracy, ability, there's just something kind of missing. And also, that Clemson defense, they're healthy now. They're overrated. Oh. They were supposed to be all time. Yeah, I, that Clemson defense is overrated. Completely agree with you. Where's Murphy? Where's Brian Brzee? Where are these guys? They're not showing up. Yeah, I Amal agree. Shaw. I think Alabama's Tremendous defense job. is overrated too, Amal. Alabama and I, I Clemson agree with you, but I think if, Al- if Alabama managed the clock a little bit better at the end, I think they could have escaped that game against they Tennessee. No, they do. Or if Alabama could just find a head coach worth anything, yeah. maybe they'd do something. Uh, Amal Shaw won on Twitter. Thanks, He's Amal. coming up next with Dave Ross Thanks, and guys. Dave Betts. Thank you, Amal. Appreciate it. Lombardi look ahead. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Some interesting nuggets. One in particular I want to grill Michael about next here at Lombardi Line. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to the Lombardi line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's never been easier to join the action over at BetMGM with the app. It's got a fresh new redesign, improved features, and quicker navigation. So make sure you check it out. Also, over at BetMGM, it's the best loyalty program in the game. Every time you bet, you get points. You can use those points for free bets. Also, you can use them traveling to Vegas for airfare rooms shows it's a great experience over at bet mgm the king of sportsbooks 21 years or older and if you have an issue it's 1-800-GAMBLER okay one more segment left here lombardi line as we get you back here of course we're going to be here for college football tomorrow morning and then for that sunday morning game at wembley in london coming up this sunday michael one thing in your yeah lombardi look ahead I noticed you had, and I'll just give this one away, your power ratings, you had Minnesota at four. This yeah. is a fascinating team because they don't pass the really eye is. test, but the deeper no. you dug into the numbers, they pass every test. They, they really do, and you could criticize them for in-game decisions. You could do all that, but points per play, they're seventh in the league. Offensive protection, I mean, I thought they, their offensive line hadn't played good. They're sixth. Red zone trips, they're sixth. I mean, these are all really good numbers. They get their seventh in the league in the most first downs. Points per play defensively, they're ninth. You know, third down defense, they're fifth. I mean, they're really good in a, they, what they have, nine categories that they're really good in. And, you know, I don't believe it either. That's why I had this game as a six-point game, you know. And and last week I went through my numbers. My numbers were 11-3 and three last week if I stay with them. And, you know, and, and – and I think ultimately, sometimes we allow this perception to, to, to really rule the day. When we're watching a bad team, we see it and it shows up. Like, I'll give you another example, the Giants. We talk about the Giants as if they are very lucky and they've been fortunate. Well, they are lucky and they've been fortunate, but they know who they are and they play the right way. And so because of that, the numbers that matter towards winning, the Giants are really good at. The Giants are really good. They're in the top eight of those numbers. And, and they're able to – and that's why they're, they're not winning on luck. They're not winning because the ball bounces or as, you know, as, as some shrimp boat guy thinks that, you know, the game's rigged. You know, like the games aren't rigged, okay? The Giants have seven areas of their team from their coaching staff all the way to the second quarter defense that they're in seven categories in the top eight teams in the league. That tells you you're pretty good. Yeah, a little tip for broadcasters. If you're talking about games being rigged, you kind of shut the conversation down. You've got nowhere to go. So the shrimp boat guy yeah, may want to chill. That, well, this is a broadcast, so this is a moron. You know, only yeah, morons I mean, talk like that. Who's like, going to tune into a podcast a, where they talk yeah, about every a rigged time a game. better loses a when betters lose bet and they blame it on the game being rigged, then that that they're not really betters. They're just guessers. You know, it's like, look, we're going to make mistakes. If you're 59% right in this profession, you're doing great. You're doing great. You're making a living. So you're going to be wrong 40% of the time. Just accept it. Shoot, I'll take 55%. If you're 59%, you're rich. Yeah, and if you're talking about games being rigged because you've lost a bet, you lack awareness as a human being. That's I'm not yeah. attacking anybody, but that's just, come on. This is You, you have to have some sort of... Uh, temperament to get into this industry. And by the way, the Arizona Minnesota game, you've got it at six. It opened four, four and a half, five at a couple of shops with Minnesota laying it. We're down to three and a half. Arizona catching three and a half. And by the way, the tickets and the money all over Arizona in this matchup. All over. Minnesota, I mean, had a week off. They've had time to prepare. You know, their defense is fairly athletic, they can run. 
you know, I know they've got Hopkins back at Arizona, but who scares you on their offense at receiver? You know, Patrick Peterson has played there. I mean, there's a lot of things. That, like, if Minnesota won this game, it would not surprise me at all. And if they won by 7 or 14, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I don't think things are going real smooth in, in, in Arizona. The reason we think they're going smooth is because we haven't, we haven't – they played on Thursday night. We haven't talked about them in a while. But I think in just talking to people around the league – there's a lot of discontent within that building, and a lot of it stems from them awarding the contract to Murray. It's kind of left people a little bit on an island. So you brought up the 6-1 and one Giants. When Santos is back, it's like riding a bike. He's back with his information. So I want you to throw up your stats for Daniel Jones, and this is fascinating. Michael, I'm going to have you take a look at it. It's a 6-1 and one team with the decision to make after the season concludes. And when you dig into Daniel Jones's number where he is, and again, you can check it out yourself, but where he is effective is that extra element of running the football. There's his numbers. I mean, as far as, you know, yards per attempt at six and a half, uh, six touchdowns, throwing the football, two picks, you know, the completion percentage is fine, but it's starting to get fun with giants fans discussing the discussion at the end of the year. Well, I mean, they're managing them, right? And 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 part of it is is they are running the six pack offense, right? So he's involved in the run game. You know, he's fifty eight carries. He's the second leading ball carrier on the team. You know, he's averaging almost fifty yards a game carrying the ball. He's going to have over one hundred and seventy carries this season, and that has allowed them. They don't throw the ball down the field. They make no mistake about that. Now, let's be real clear. They're not, they're not, I mean, he had the 30-yard touchdown pass there, but for the most part, they don't really, Sterling Shepard had the long touchdown catch against the Panthers in week two when they blew a coverage. But other than that, I mean, only, only Barkley has a 41-yarder, and, and last week it was, it was Slayton that caught that 32-yard. Other than that, everything's under 25 yards. Everything's under 25 yards. So they're not throwing it down the field. They're taking. They're running the same place over and over again. They're not beating themselves. They know who Daniel Jones is, and part of knowing who he is is he's got to run the ball. Now, is he? Does he have a chance to get hurt? Yeah. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He's not built like Lamar. He's not built like Josh Allen. But if he protects himself, this is how they're working it. I mean, they're they're just basically taking the Philadelphia model. They're not as good as Philly, obviously. And they're just saying, okay, this fits who we have. And they're running it. Remember, last year, Philly didn't do that until, until like, after they were 2-5, and five, right? They finally said, okay, enough of the conventional offense. We're going to run Oklahoma's offense. And they developed this, what I call now the six-pack offense. Don't you love the – if you're Dayball, don't you love this spot? You're 6-1, but you're a dog again. You're a three-point dog in Seattle. I mean, it just sets up perfectly I, for a head coach. And, and, and he's talking to the team about how Seattle has a 70% winning percentage at home. So that's we're not favored. Seattle's great at home. We've got your true attention. The question's going to be, will D.K. Metcalf play? Because D.K. Metcalf is one of those guys that Don Martindale has to look at his play sheet and say, okay, what am I in? Now, this Marcus Goodwin guy who's a – incredibly fast, right? He was a, a world-class sprinter. He's kind of bounced around the league. You know, he'll take his place. But, you know, where is he? They say he's out for the game. Okay, we'll see. It's He didn't practice last week, but he hasn't been ruled out. You know, Lockett's got a hamstring issue. Is he going to play in the game? That's another question. So, And I think when you look at the Seattle defense as you break this game down, Seattle's defense the last two weeks has played better than anybody. They forced four turnovers. They've stopped teams from moving the ball with effortlessness against them. I know it was the Cardinals and the Chargers, but they've played. They've only given up 31 points in two weeks, and they've only given up 36 first downs in two weeks. So they've played better the last two weeks. Brian Dayball is 5-0 and outright in his career as an underdog. Why? He's 6-1 and overall, and he's been an underdog in every season. <laughs> he's just constantly a dog. It really is a fascinating streak they put together there with the Giants. And, again, yeah, it goes to that conversation. And look, you know, I think what the Giants have to do is stop Kenneth Walker, right? So the, the, it's no secret that in the last, since they played San Francisco, right, uh, the next week they started, Seattle got to become 
that run the football. They ran 235 against the Lions. They ran for 150 against the Saints. They ran for 191. You know, they, excuse me, they, they ran for 213 against, against the Chargers. They ran for 235 against the Lions. I mean, they're going to run the football. And when they do that, it helps Geno Smith out. And Pete loves – Pete's not one of those guys who gets bored, so he'll keep running it. And Walker's been dynamic. I mean, Walker – I mean, I know they lost Penny, but Walker's been really good. Walker's come in and given them somebody – you know, he averages six yards a carry, exactly what Penny was averaging before he got hurt. Well, you saw it at State, at Michigan State there. It's not just the size, but it's Forest. the speed. And Wake Forest. And Wake Forest. It's Forest. the speed. It's the speed as well. The – that break when he got on that long run and he just kind of took off. You could that's a big boy running that fast. Hey, quickly before we say goodbye, do you have your number on Denver and Jacksonville? I'm just curious. Sunday morning, we're going to be here. Live I have it on as Lamar one and a half. I have it at one okay. and a half. So not a ton of wiggle with two and a half. But if you're gonna, if you were to play, you'd have to play Denver with that number. I'm not playing Denver. I'm not <laughs> playing. I mean, I, my list of who I'm playing is getting smaller and smaller. It's a weird year. It is. Oh, it's Scoring a dumb is year. way down. It's a, it's, it is. Well, because we don't it's kick field year. goals, Patrick. We decided we don't want to kick field goals anymore. That's why scoring's down. If you don't like points, scoring's going to come down. Why would not, you not that complicated. See you tomorrow morning for a college football right, Saturday Patrick. on the Lombardi line, Michael. I'll see you then, okay? All right. Big Thank bets you. coming up next with Dave and Amal. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— with new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.